0: our Todd's Road campus near the Hamburg area of Lexington. Hi everybody, I am so excited to share this project with you. Um, it's the it's the kids of Andover bringing the Christmas story, bringing the Christmas message and this is so near and dear to my heart because I see the kids and the youth of Andover as fully a part of this church and as blessings to all of us and so I ask that you would prepare your hearts to receive this message as uh, kids share the story and their favorite parts of the story. Uh, My favorite part is the fact that Jesus comes as um, a servant, as a little baby in a manger, not as a high and mighty king, not in a palace, but um, humble and lowly. He left heaven to come be among the least of these. And I love that about our Christmas story. I hope you enjoy.
1: My favorite part of the Christmas story is when um, the the angel Gabriel comes down to Mary and tells her that she's gonna have a baby named
0: Jesus and he's going to be the son of God.
1: My favorite part of the Christmas story was the birth of Jesus. That same night, in amongst the other stars, suddenly a new bright star appeared. Of all the stars in the dark vaulted heavens, this one shone clearer. It blazed in the night and made the other stars look pale beside it. God put it there when his baby son was ward, uh, to be like a spotlight, shining on him, lighting up the darkness, showing people the way to him. You see, God was like a new dad. He couldn't keep the God, the good news to himself. He'd been waiting all these long years for this moment, and now he wanted to tell everyone. Very good part of the Christmas story was when Jesus was born and everyone was uh, giving him gifts uh, and uh, and uh, and celebrating his birth. My favorite part of the Christmas story is when the angel told Mary that she was having Jesus.
0: The angel came to tell Mary she was having him a baby my my favorite part is when baby jesus was born one of my favorite parts of the christmas story is how there are a whole bunch of animals surrounding the manger once baby jesus is born wanting to greet him with lots of love and excitement
1: so he pulled out all the stops he sent an angel to tell mary the good news He put a special star in the sky to show where his boy was. And now he was going to send a big choir of angels to sing his happy song to the world. He's here. He's come. Go and see my little boy. Now, where would you send your splendid choir? To a big concert hall, maybe? Or a palace, perhaps? Well, God sent his to a little hillside outside a little town in the middle of the night. He sent all those angels to sing for a raggedy old bunch of shepherds watching their sheep outside. In those days, remember, people used to laugh at shepherds and they say they were smelly and they would call them other rude names, which I can't possibly mention here. You see, people thought shepherds were nobody, just scruffy and old riffraff. But God must have thought shepherds were very important indeed. Because they were the ones he chose to tell the good news first. That night, shepherds were out in the open fields, warming themselves by a campfire. When suddenly, the sheep uh, the sheep darted. They were frightened by something. The olive trees rustled. What was that? A wing bee? My favorite part is they put
0: Jesus in
1: the manger.
2: I was a history major and I've become both more aware of and more appreciative of all the historical references in the Christmas story.
0: My favorite part of the Christmas story is when the angels appear to the shepherds. My favorite part of the Christmas story is when Jesus is born in the manger.
2: My favorite part of the Christmas story
0: is when Santa Claus comes!
2: Just kidding. That's my second favorite part of the Christmas story. My favorite part is when the angels proclaim the birth of Jesus.
1: They turned around. Standing in front of them was a huge warrior of light, blazing in the darkness. Don't be afraid of me, the bright shining man said. I haven't come to hurt you. I've come to bring you happy news for everyone everywhere. Today, in David's town, in Bethlehem, god's son has been born you can go and see him he is sleeping in a manger behind the angel they saw a strange glowing cloud except it wasn't a cloud it was angels troops and troops of angels armed with light and they were singing a beautiful song glory to god to god be fame and honor in all of our hoorays then as quickly as they appeared the angels left The shepherds stamped out their fire, left their sheep, raced down the grassy hill, through the gates of Bethlehem, down the narrow cobble streets, through a courtyard, down some step, 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 steps, past an inn, round a corner, through a hedge, until at last, they reached down stable. They caught their breath. Then quickly they tiptoed inside. They knelt on the dirty floor, they had heard about this promised child and now he was here heaven's son the makers of the stars a baby sleeping in his mother's arms this baby would be like that bright star shining in the sky that night a light to light up the whole world chasing away the darkness helping people to see and the darker the night got the brighter the star would shine My favorite part about the Christmas story are the animals, especially when they're played by preschoolers. What is my favorite part of the Christmas story? Well, baby Jesus, of course. But besides that, I really like how God used the angels to tell the shepherds to come and see the new king, even though he was just a baby. And i love how he put a big star in the sky to tell the wise men to seek him and you know what i love that god is
0: still pointing us to
1: jesus this very day i'd say that's my favorite part of the christmas story
0: my favorite part of the christmas story is the star far away in the east three clever men saw the same star the star that God had put in the sky when Jesus was born. They knew it was a sign. A baby king had been born. They had been waiting for this star. They knew it would come. He's here, they shouted, he's here. And I'm sure if you had been there, you would have heard them laughing and dancing and singing until the sun came up. At dawn, they packed up their camels and wrapped gifts for the baby. They brought their most precious treasures of all, frankincense, gold and myrrh, special sparkly, lovely smelling and gleaming things just right for a king. The three wise men, well actually if you'd met them you would have thought they were kings because they were so rich and clever and important looking, set off they rode their camels across endless deserts up steep steep mountains and down into deep deep valleys through raging rivers, over grassy plains, night and day and day and night, for hours that turned into days, that turned into weeks, that turned into months and months, until at last they reached Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem was by far the most important city for miles around, and as anyone can tell you, that's where a palace would be, and kings were born in palaces. So that's where they went, but they were in for a surprise.
1: My favorite part of the Christmas story is the three wise men. My favorite part of the Christmas story is when Ralph gets shot by a baby. I'm just kidding. Um, my favorite part of the Christmas story is probably when I was one of the three wise men and we came out and it was actually pretty fun. Yeah. My favorite part of the Christmas story is when. Um, the three wise men bring Jesus all the gold, myrrh, and break My favorite part of the Christmas story is when the wise men visited Jesus. He, I mean, they're adults that worshiped a child that had barely learned to speak, and, like, that kind of faith is pretty awesome, and they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
0: My favorite part of the Christmas story was when the wise men came all the ways away to see Jesus and brought him gifts. <laughs> They went to see King Herod. Surely he'd know where the baby was, but he didn't. In fact, he didn't like the sound of a new king. It made him cross. He didn't want anyone to be king except him. But Herod's advisers told the three wise men what was written in the books, what God had said about the baby king. Go to Bethlehem. That's where you'll find him. Suddenly, the star that they had seen in the east began moving again showing them the way so the three wise men followed the star out of the big city along the road into the little town of bethlehem they followed the star through the streets of bethlehem out of the nice part of town through the not so nice part of town into the really not so nice part of town down a little dirt track until it stopped right over a little house But wait, this wasn't a palace, and there weren't any guards, or servants, or flags, or red carpets, or trumpets, or anything. Did they get it wrong? Was this what God meant? Surely enough, in that little house there, sitting on his mother's knee, they found him, the baby king.
1: but the gifts are
0: kind of good for a baby. I love the story of the three kings who came from faraway places with no guarantees and found what they were looking for, not in a palace, but in very humble settings. And I'm really excited this year that in 2020 we're going to get to see maybe something of what the star looked like as Saturn and Jupiter align. The three men knelt before the little king. They took off their rich royal turbans and gleaming golden crowns. They bowed their noble heads to the ground and gave him their sparkling treasures. The journey that had begun so many centuries before had led three wise men here to a little town, to a little house, to a little child, to the king God had promised David all those years ago. But this child was a new kind of king. Though he was the Prince of Heaven, he had become poor. Though he was the mighty God, he had become a helpless baby. This king hadn't come to be the boss. He had come to be a servant.
2: I'm so incredibly grateful to our children and our youth and their friends for uh, sharing the story and for uh, letting us get a glimpse of their heart and how they uh, delight in this incarnation narrative. I'm, uh, uh, I've been uh, thinking about what my favorite part of the story is as well and I think for me it's how this story uh, anchors the whole of our, our bigger story. How uh, Jesus' story Uh, is not some separate event but it's part of Israel's story and it's part of the story of the church I'm thankful for and excited about how uh, when we when we hear these texts like we've heard today we hear how uh, Jesus is going to be the the hope of Israel he's going to be the son of David who fulfills those covenant promises he's going to be Jesus God who saves he's going to be Emmanuel God with us he's going to be the very son of God and, and we know that this begins to uh, climax Israel's story and then set the stage for the church's story where through the Spirit we're invited into Christ's story and to point to the final advent when he comes again and makes all things right. Uh, each week in worship we tell this story. We tell it through the whole of what we do and then we come to the table and in our liturgy we recount uh, from, from creation to new creation As we pray our great thanksgiving today, I'd invite you to listen afresh uh, to to Jesus' story and to maybe uh, see what part resonates with you and and maybe flutters just a bit in your stomach or, or speeds up your heart just a bit and you can say, that's my favorite part of the story. Would you pray our great thanksgiving with me?